welcome to the ride home. I sound like a lower register Jerry Ellen, and, I, and today I am. Uh, I was going to do like an ASMR <laughs> whisper cast, but I kind of fell out of love with that throughout my last session. So, buckle up. Enjoy the ride home with me. So, today was rough. Really rough. My first little is three, of course. And she does not want to do what I say. Anyone else can tell her what to do, and she might. But at this point, the tantrums from her transitioning from playground to music time have been horrendous. So much so that we we got asked to leave the class because she was so much of a distraction. And I'm like, that's not happened before. That doesn't make me awkward feel awkward at all. So we had to go outside in the hallway, which she didn't want to sit with me. I made her, which I feel bad. People were staring at me, and I felt really awkward, but I had to. Because if she didn't, then she would have run away somewhere and not learned that I'm here to help. It's my job to help you. Then we went to the calming corner in her classroom, read a book, read two books, breathed, and then she was right as rain. And as soon as her grandpa got there, and I was like, Grandpa, get out of the door. Do not let her see you. She will freak out. Freak the fuck out. Uh, And I told him about the day and how hard it was and that I would talk to my supervisor about solutions and game plan and she's ready to hop on board this no more tantrum train (laughs) so she's coming by tomorrow I'm not worried she was like it's not you it's just autism and a three-year-old and I'm like I know but like I told her grandpa breaks my heart every time she'll wants me to go away or she doesn't want to talk to me or she like tries to hit me because I'm like I'm not doing anything wrong I have my moments of being a little rough sometimes I feel like I'm a bit firm with children Uh, but in the end I've learned to soften up and keep a calm face and do my own breathing like we tell them and just go from there I thought my voice would be fine but today it's been really well you can hear and by the end of the day it feels cracked and dry and gross during my second session I whispered through a lot of it Luckily, my second little didn't really notice that I was whispering. She still paid attention to me and laughed and giggled and looked at me and played with her own toys and played with her sister a little bit. Not much. Her sister is such a button. She's like two. (laughs) And she's just absolutely, you just want to pick her up and squeeze her a whole bunch. Uh, Tiny baby humans are adorable, you guys. They're squishy, and they smell nice sometimes, 
and they giggle at the stupidest things, like the most mundane and innocent things they giggle at, and it's just pure joy, unless they're screaming in your face, (laughs) which is really funny, because my little's little sister likes to scream, like, just for the fun of it, just, "Ah!" which, ow, (laughs) and I'm just like, shh, let's not. Oh, I had supervision today with my 15-year-old, which wasn't too bad. I felt bad that I wasn't jumping in as much, but, you know, they can hear me too. They're like, oh, yeesh, I hope you feel better. Yeah, me too, guys. <laughs> I I don't like having, like, the no voice type thing, because I talk throughout the day, and this makes me realize how much I talk throughout the day, because at the end of the day, I'm pooped. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I want to... Take a NyQuil and go to sleep. Anyway, the Iowa caucuses are wrapping up, and to be perfectly honest, I haven't been paying attention to anything politics-related. That's not true. I've been, like, side-eyeing it. (laughs) Like, what you doing today, ho? No. And then turning away, going, "Uh, you make me angry. I'm going to turn on a television show or a podcast, or really anything else other than the news, because I'm just, I get so annoyed, and it's just (laughs) existential anxiety, just peaks, so I haven't really been paying attention, if the numbers come out and it's somebody cool, then yay, Uh, I'm one of those people who likes to wait until there's maybe like two, three people to choose from, and then I'm like, I want that guy, (laughs) And I vote for or a girl, that person. I'm upset at a lot of things political, but then again, I also have the millennial apathy, where I social justice is in my blood, and I will fight tooth and nail for the underdog and represent people who are in minorities or experience inequality or injustice or anything like that but when it comes to politics I'm just like they're children fighting in a sandbox some people are throwing sand some people are stealing shovels some people are fishing the sand out of their shoes and some people aren't even in the sandbox (laughs) So it's kind of it's kind of hard to pay attention. And so most of the time I don't until I really need to, like the impeachment trial. I listen to uh, reviews and updates and uh, don't watch the thing itself because I think I'd fall asleep. Much like the senators who are sitting in there. Chew some bubble gum, guys. Pinch your ears. Slap your wrists. Get a rubber band. My teacher would have chewed me out if I fell asleep in class. So let's go. You guys are, you know, professionals or whatever. <laughs> let's move on. Despite me liking talking about politics, and politics in general is fascinating to me, I, right now, the climate is just bleh. And even, even with like-minded people, my boyfriend is a socialist, so it's interesting to hear his opinion, but 
he's also very passionate about far left leaning issues. And then on the other hand, I have a few family members who are Republican, who their opinions are not like Tea Party right, but more right of concert, like moderate. So it's an interesting dynamic to struggle with. All right, I said I was moving on. Moving on. Television shows. I have a plethora. I have all of the services. Disney Plus, Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime. <laughs> uh, this is a confession. I still have my ex-boyfriend's password to his direct TV. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get his hands on this podcast because then he'll figure it out and change the passwords. Nobody tell him. Please. Thank you. I like watching Doctor Who for free. Um, speaking of Doctor Who, has anybody watched the most recent season? How do you feel about the story arc that they have going on this season? Uh, not the introduction of Jodie Whittaker, because that season was a little... I can't put my finger on it. It, it, was, it was okay. It was like the first season with Christopher Eccleston in 2005 where Russell T. Davies was like, I'm gonna make plastic eat people. This garbage can is gonna eat this black dude and then cough him up and he's gonna look like a crayon. Um, what? So, yeah. I don't I don't really need the opinions on Jodie Whittaker's first season. I'm talking about the new one. Uh, the Master coming back. What are your theories about him coming back? And oh my god. Oh, I forgot to mention spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. I maybe I should do that more often. I'm so bad at that because I don't care. Uh, depending on the show, of course. Okay, so Master. Ha- but we, wait, we saw she. it was like the, the laser from the other Master that you can't regenerate from how, when, why, what? I just have so many questions about how how that came together. Hopefully those will be answered. Um, also, ha, I freaked out when I saw John Berriman and Jack Harkness appear and kiss Graham on the face. And I was like, oh, I needed this. I needed this. Thank you very much. This makes me happy. I don't care how contrived this may seem or how this is fan service, but you guys, this show's been on for more than 50 years. At this point, it is all fan service. (laughs) Whoever tells you it's not is lying. The fans want to see the callbacks and the Easter eggs and the overarching story arcs. That was redundant, but whatever. So, no, I'm a Hovian for a reason. And it's fun. Okay, also... Uh, thoughts on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I just finished that. Um, it was okay. So I know that people use this word as a negative, but I'm gonna try to use it as a positive, and then, then I'll tell you why. This season was very gay, 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 and I was I, I kind of I, I loved it and I hated it at the same time. It was a little too much. Now, what I mean by gay is rainbows, sunshines, musical numbers, a little bit too peppy, like your flamboyant gay husband that goes shopping with you and helps you pick the right clothes. 
Um, it was that. But, I mean, there was a little bit of harder, har- horror meh, and mystery and a little bit of fun in there. And it kept me going. But too much music, you guys. I need, I like, I don't, no. Let's, let's tone it down a little bit, okay? Can you not? I, I like Karen and Shipka, but... favorite quote from Bubba Hope Tempest. I'm working with sand here. And if you get that, awesome. If you don't, go watch Bubba Hotep. It is a great movie. And it's got Bruce Campbell in it and a bunch of other people. But he's basically Elvis with dementia. Sort of. Is it Bruce Campbell? I don't know. Whatever. Just go watch it. (laughs) Uh, Not great with names. Great with faces. Okay, so that was what that was about. Also, how the fuck did Blackwood get that motherfucking time egg at the end of the season? Didn't she stop him? Like, what? Ugh. Also, I'm, I'm gonna need this time paradox cinched up. Because me being a Hoovian and obsessed with how time might work in a reality-based setting is like, there. nope, that's not... I mean, okay, maybe she's in hell, and hell's in its own dimension, and so I don't think there should be a time paradox unless she comes back to Earth for some reason, and wouldn't they want to switch every now, I don't know, I'm sure we'll get answers, but I'm sure there are also fans that are like, what? How did she do that? How did she go back in time twice? Did, like, did, what? I don't understand where where this plot hole's going, you guys. Let's let's not. Um, what else? I found War and Peace on Hulu, which I know it sounds like a huge bore, but I love period pieces. Um, some of them are bad, some of them are good, but I mostly am there for the costumes and the scenery and how they portray people in the past so not great with names so the kid from there will be blood and little miss sunshine is in it as well as what's her butt from downton abbey and cinderella she was cinderella um uh cromwell from Moulin Rouge as the show master guy um, and he was also the father on the, the Borrowers <laughs> 90's throwback movies and a bunch of other folks that you reckon oh 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 Jillian Anderson is on there from X-Files I don't know why I just know her name Jillian Anderson she's on there and that was fun. There are some other folks that are... I'm like, oh, I've seen your face before. Not real sure from where, but I know it. So far, it's okay. Watching it is like, okay, what's going on? What are the metaphors here? Great acting. Cool. Alright. It's, it's my guilty pleasure when I have really nothing else to do. Another guilty pleasure when I have had nothing else to watch is Murdoch Mysteries. It's a Canadian show set in, like, the late 19th century, like, 1889 to 190, whatever. 
Uh, it was before the queen died, and they actually address that on the show. It's pretty fun. And so it's like a murder mystery slash CSI slash love drama uh, all into one. You know, all of your favorite things that you want from a crime drama set in the past. Nevertheless, it is very good. I like the acting. The main actor is very pretty, so that helps. And his romantic lead is also very pretty, and that helps too. Although, I do have questions about how her hair changes from, like, dark red to blonde quickly. Could you color your hair back then? I don't, I don't know. Uh, what else am I watching? Watched the second season of Fargo because Will said it would be fantastic, and it was. I actually finished this season. I didn't finish season one because I, I got bored. Um, and started watching other things. It, which happens, don't judge me. So I enjoyed Fargo. I know that there's a new season coming out soon. Um, Steven Universe and Steven Universe Future just finished that. And I'm wondering, like, is this the end for Steven Universe? Are they done? Are they done done? Or are they going to do another movie? Or are they going to do a different show? Or they're just kind of like, eh, we're good. See you later. What? Okay, I guess. Thanks for the memories. Uh, so, also, one of my favorite shows that comes on weekly is Critical Role. And last week's episode was blow your mind good at the end there with uh, Jester modifying the memory of uh, Witch in the Woods. Whoa there, buddy. I feel like that's going to (laughs) come bite you on the ass like a whole bunch of other things that you guys have said in motion. And what was not, not and Bo were willing to like do really awful things to help not get back her original body and I'm just like really you would you would start a war to get your body back that seems a little much or you would exile yourself to get your friend's body back uh, ooh. I mean Also, I really wanted Caduceus to go in there because I wanted to see what he had to say. But this next week, couple of weeks, should be fun because I know Travelcon's coming up and they're going to do that meeting in the middle of the ocean and maybe Ukutoa could be coming back because they're going out to sea. Who knows? Also, I really need some more Molly time because I'm not, I'm not okay with Molly going away so quickly. I need some, like, storytelling time, you guys. That'd be nice. What else? (sighs) When I don't have a show, and even though I have multiple platforms and can probably watch anything that I want, including Disney movies, I call, call it a show hole. Where you're just like, I have no idea where I want to watch. And I'm probably going to sit here for like 30 minutes 
looking for something that's interesting. Usually that's when I go for period pieces or Korean or anime or random movies that I haven't seen in forever or just, you know, random things that look interesting like the documentary about the cult leader in Oregon, um, Rosnishis or something bizarre or uh, John Ryungyuk. I think I'm saying that wrong. I don't really care. Then uh, the evil next door. Those type of things. Uh, true crime. Total fave. But uh, once I was done with a couple of seasons of Forensic Files and New Detectives and Cold Cases, I'm like, there's nothing else. But I, I need my murder mysteries, you guys. I don't want to watch these again. I know who dies. I know how they die. Although, there is this one time I did find a movie about this autopsy of a, a larger woman. And you could see everything but her face. Everything. 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 And, oh man. Oh man. For those of you who are squeamish, I don't recommend this movie at all. (laughs) It's probably not your taste. But to me, I'm just like, ooh, what's that? Oh my god, is that fat? Oh, is that what that looks like? That's gross. Don't get that anywhere near me. I'm going to stare at the screen now because that's cool. I'm one of those people that will watch Dr. Pimple Popper and go, Ew. Do it again. (laughs) That seems incredibly satisfying. What is that massive chicken cutlet thing that is coming out of your body? Sorry. Really gross. Let's turn this around. Kipo! on Netflix. Really good show. You know, some of the animated stuff coming out of Netflix has been absolutely wonderful. Like Kipo and Hilda and the first season of Shira. I didn't watch the second or third season because the animation looks different and it's bothering me. But hey, you guys, you're keeping people interested in animation. I am all here for it. 100%. Uh, keep it coming. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm sure there are other shows which would probably take up a whole another 30 minutes. But I'm sure you're tired of hearing me talk about shows. So. I got nothing. No, I'm sure I'll come up with something. Ooh. My voice is tired. at the exit. What do you think? Are there movies that you watched recently or television shows that you liked recently that you might want me to talk about? Feel free to tell me. Shout me out. At me. On Instagram or Twitter. At LadyJE1986 That is both Twitter and Instagram. At LadyJE1986 1986. Feel free. I am happy to converse. Uh, all trolls can fuck off because I'm not even going to pay attention to you because I got bullied as a kid and I don't want to do anything with it. I don't like confrontation, man. Get off my back. 
Anyway, I'm going to rest my voice for the rest of the evening. I'm at my exit. This has been the ride home. I hope you have enjoyed my nonsense rambling and discussion about television shows that I watch and my day at work. If this wasn't interesting today, too fucking bad. Bye.